If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and it's snowing again. You're probably really bored with me saying that, so maybe I should make a pact and not talk about the weather ever, ever again. Yeah, yeah, like that's going to happen. Um, yeah, cold snowing, but this time next week I'll be in Belize. I'll be enjoying the summer sunshine. Oh, in fact, as this I have this wrong when uh, I'm I'm recording this for publication next week. So by the time you listen to it, I am in the sunshine. I'm probably lying by the swimming pool reading a book or down on the shore overlooking the Caribbean, watching the dolphins. Hmm. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think... It's time, you know, it's time to go do the snowbirding thing. Go and spend the whole winter away. And then all you'd hear from me is, it's sunny again. My goodness, it's warm outside. And all that. Well, we shall see. We shall see. One day, one day I might uh, take myself up on on this plan. But, you know, this afternoon I'm going to uh, saddle up the dogs and take them for a, a, a good walk in the snow. And uh, and go down to my cottage because we are doing some renovations on it at the moment. We've got um, painters coming in. We're going. To, I'm going to completely repaint throughout. I've bought loads of new furniture, loads of new dishes, new linens. I can't wait for my returning guests to come back this year and see all the changes because it, it's just so nice to to do a refurbishment um, every so often. So, you know, I just want to uh, thank Sarah Honecker of Design Made Easy for, for helping me out on some of these refurbishments I'm doing. She gave me some fabulous ideas, put me in the right direction of Wayfair.ca or, of course, if you're in the US, Wayfair.com. And, yeah, my, my husband said the other day, he said, do you know, a day has not gone past in the last two weeks that I haven't opened the front door and there's yet another Wayfair package, which actually means a lot of construction time for him. Um, so, so that's keeping him busy. That's good. That's always good. But what else has been happening for me? Uh, I had a fabulous January. Uh, talked to so many new owners in January. So many people getting onto this bandwagon, deciding that they they're going to buy a cottage, buy a property, and start renting it out. So, I just came off a call about an hour ago with a couple who have bought a cottage on a lake up here in Ontario. And we were just talking about the sorts of things that, that guests are looking for and what they have to do to be competitive now, because it's changed so much in the past 10 years or so. So whereas 10 years ago, you could buy a property turnkey and almost open it up for rental the following day. You know, you didn't have to do anything with the furniture or anything with the decor. Just give it a darn good clean and off you go. So different now. So, so different. So much time and attention has to be given to the decor, to the beds and how the beds look, to the artwork on the walls, to what you put in the cupboards. In fact, everything that I'm doing in my own cottage, this is what I'm telling them that they have to do in their new property. So it seemed like a great idea to start a little series on interviewing new owners, people who have just started and who perhaps even you know, haven't had their first guests or they're just about to open their doors to their first guests and find out what got them into the business, what they've been doing to prepare and, and how they feel about their upcoming seasons. And my first guest is uh, a member of our Vacation Rental Formula Club. And her name is Shireen McClellan. And she hails from Utah. 
So without further ado, let's move on over to the interview with Shireen. So I'm delighted to have with me today Shireen McClellan, who hails from Utah. Uh, it's a place I haven't been to for several years, but I have loved it every time I'm, I've visited. So we're going to find out a bit more about uh, Utah and where Shireen's property is and to hear about how she decided to get into the vacation rental business in the first place. Shireen, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you in person. I've We've um, gone backwards and forwards on our, on the Facebook group for our Vacation Rental Formula Club members. So it's it's always a delight when I get the actual chance to uh, to speak in person. So welcome. Well, thank you. It is just amazing to like have a real conversation with the voice that is usually in my radio or in my computer. So it's it's a pleasure to speak with you. I I always get. Um, blown away actually when I'm often um walking walking the dogs when I'm I'm listening to podcasts and when I'm when I'm listening to a podcast of from somebody that I I know or I've spoken to like you know Cliff Ravenscraft who taught me how to podcast and right. when I listen to him and I often think oh gosh I've you know I've met him in person and I think yeah he's a really <laughs> ordinary person and such a nice person. So yeah, it's you know, it's it's just a voice on the other end, <laughs> on the other end of the digital device. But yours is such a lovely British voice. It's just a pleasure to listen to you. Well, thank you very much. I spoke to somebody yesterday who said, he said, oh, you, you haven't been in Canada very long, have you? I said, fifteen years. Is that is that not long? <laughs> Mike Mike says that I am not, I am not. Um, what, what's his words? You're you're hanging on to your Britishness, Mum, because I still use because I still use Tetley tea bags and listen to the BBC, which I think is perfectly natural. <laughs> I I do too. I think that's lovely. That's just fine. <laughs> we are who we are, right? Uh, absolutely. Anyhow, Shireen, I want to talk about your property in. Oh, you're gonna have to tell me how to pronounce it again. Kanab. Is that Kanab. it? Kanab. Kanab. Okay. Yes. So it's, you've got a it's an Indian word. Okay. It means place of the willows. Oh, that's, that is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's really Which nice. It's interesting since we're in the middle of the desert, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is a, a river and, you know, it's a more valley, a more, more kind of a green valley. So place of the willows, I guess, does fit. It does sound nice. So, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into this business where you, you know, where, where do you live in relation to the property and, um, you know, why you, why you started this? Okay. Well, um, my husband, John and I live in another really small little town, right? The dead center of Utah. If you were to draw crosshairs through the state of Utah, you'd land on the little town of Mount Pleasant, actually sometimes called hub city. Cause it's, it's the very center of Utah, but, Nothing happens there. It is not a destination at all. Years ago, we wanted to do something like this, you know, rent a house out, but we knew it had to be in a in a tourist centered area. And so initially we were looking more on the the southeastern part of the state around Moab, um, which is the home to Arches National Park and Red Slick Rock four wheeling mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff there but even even then it was um getting really expensive and kind of saturated and the time we had no idea that vacation rentals was an industry we'd never heard of vrbo or airbnb any i don't think airbnb even existed and so that just kind of went by the wayside a little bit but I, in the back of our mind we kept thinking we need somewhere like moab what's like Moab, but not so far gone. And about two years ago, we spent about three days in Kanab, <laughs> which is four hours south of where we live in Mount Pleasant, down near the Arizona border. And the, the whole area is, is really great. It was anciently home to numerous Indian cultures. And then not so anciently, it was all settled by Mormon pioneers. So there's all these little communities 
down the the whole range. Um, and Kanab is one of those little Mormon settlements. But after spending a couple of days here, we just kind of looked at each other and went, this is it. It is really coming into a, its own tourism destination on its own. I, what made you say this is it? Number one, we saw that the the area, the county, the state, they were really investing in this place as a tourist area because on on average, an average of an hour's drive, you have three national parks, Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, Zion Canyon, plus about nine different national monuments, national forests, state parks. I mean, it is an adventure destination. And I think what really, I, I don't know if we can pinpoint it to this, but, but almost, um, what was it? I think it was September or something, 2009, Windows 7 opened their new operating system. Now, believe it or not, that made all the difference in the world <laughs> because they put the wave, which is one of the natural sandstone formations just outside of Kanab, as desktop wallpaper on Windows 7 operating system. And it's like the cat was let out of the bag. When that system came out, it introduced this unique landscape to people everywhere. And all of a sudden, people from all over the world were coming here. I mean, lots of Europeans, lots of Asians, lots of people went, wow, what is that? Where is that? And I want to go. And the wave has become so popular, you have to have a pass to go. It's a lottery system, and only 20 people a day are allowed to go to the wave, sandstone formation. So people will come literally from Europe and spend two weeks in Kanab going up to the station every morning to try and win a lottery ticket for a wave pass. And some of them never do. So, but they still hang out and there's lots of other things to go see and do. And, and so the town has just been growing and growing as a, as a destination. Well, for goodness sake, that's a fantastic story. I don't remember this for, for Windows 7, but it's beautiful. Oh my goodness. So, that 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 was sort of the the real start of of a of a boom, then in, in yeah yeah I th I think that did really kick off a boom, and then um, like I said the the state really invested in their um, uh, their the big five campaign of the the five national parks in southern Utah and um, I've had a lot of people tell me, yeah, when we travel to other countries, airports always have pictures of Bryce Canyon in them. They say it's the weirdest thing, you know. We'll go to Germany and there's a picture of Bryce Canyon. They really are doing a great job with the the marketing of southern Utah. So it just feels like a great place to be. And we actually met a lady here and got talking to her who owns a vacation rental and was on VRBO and uh, when we were here two years ago, got to be friends with Sue, and man, she just kind of laid it out for us, and was like, "Yeah, it's great. You should come and do it." <laughs> and and we went home and just stewed on that for a couple of months. Just it was one of those things inside that's like, we know we're going to do this. We we should just do this. Mm -hmm. So finally, um, I told my husband, we're just going to. Go to Kanab, we're going to get a room, we're going to stay for three days and just get a feel for the place and, and see what we think. So we got a realtor, the first day we went around and looked at things, we went, oh yeah, this could be cool, maybe this would be fun. The second day we went around and looked at things going, what are we thinking? This is too far away from home. This is a huge job. It's a big responsibility. And then the third day, we put an offer on our house. I love how that works. I, I, I really do. I've done that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we actually um, bought the house in October, but we had stuff going on at home. We couldn't begin. Um, so New Year's Day 2016, we came to Kanab with a truckload of gear 
and uh, my sister is with us, and we began tearing out walls. And it was literally a full year. New Year's Day, 2017, we sat in front of the fire, had a little toast, said, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I, you know, that's what I want to talk about. I mean, I love the story about how you got into this. And I think this is really important for, for, for anybody that's, that's thinking about going into the rental business, but can't decide where to go by. I mean, looking at what the tourism department is doing to encourage people to come. I mean, that's, that's so important to find out, you know, what, what the state is doing or what the municipality or township or, or whatever you have is doing in your area to attract tourists because when tourists come, they have to have somewhere to stay. And if you can provide somewhere for them to stay, it's a win-win. Right. And they're doing a great job of that here. That's one of the, well, we initially were here for the Western Legends Festival, which is kind of their big thing of the, of the year where they celebrate Canab's old movie history. They used to make old cowboy movies here in the 40s and 50s. There were more movies filmed in the Kanab area than anywhere outside of California. Yeah, which, I, I, I think I now I read that. Whether I read that on on your website or or something, yeah. I think I was doing some research and found that out. And yet, yeah, that's another another wonderful fact about yeah. the area that I didn't know, and that uh, obviously that you know many people around the world who haven't visited don't know. So, so just, they've always kind of had that little festival going, but then they've just expanded on that and, and they have a whole um, volunteer system set up. My neighbor is actually in charge of that, a big tourism thing. And at least once, if not twice a month, there is a major festival uh, of some sort going on. You know, February, we have balloons and tunes coming up. And last year, it knocked our socks off. I Balloons taking off from the golf course against these big red cliffs was gorgeous. They got Battle of the Bands going on downtown, and then the balloon glow at night, and the lantern glow. I mean, they really, uh, at least once a month, they have a big draw. So, yeah, that, that was a big player in our decision that this was the place to invest. Well, I think just for anybody who's listening who wants to know a little bit more about Canab um, is to go to um, Google, just put Canab in the, um, in, yeah, the, in or, the Google box you know, and then go to images. And I, cause I'm just looking and I never, I mean, I'm sure I've driven through there once, but we, we didn't stop. Um, we've been to Page and Lake Powell, right. um, but haven't really spent the time exploring in that area. But just looking at some of these photos, it's like, this has got to be a destination. <laughs> this, is, this is destination 2018. Some yep. <laughs> yeah. Some of the hiking trails are amazing. I mean, an hour outside town is the longest slot canyon in the country called Buckskin Gulch. It's incredible. What's a slot canyon? Have you seen the, the really narrow red sandstone trails kind of through the the cliffs, I mean, you can literally, you can touch both sides of the wall and it goes straight up for, you know, 50 feet. I, slot canyons are really cool. You just don't want to be there when any flash floodings going on. <laughs> but- <laughs> oh, I can imagine. So, so this is, so, so you have this fabulous destination and you found the house. Tell me a little bit about the house then. What, um, what sort of accommodation are you, are you offering? The house was literally the only property we looked at that was uh, in our price range. And it was a little tiny, dumpy, two-bedroom, one-bath house built in 1955. But it had some character. And that's the thing for me. We actually looked at some of the condos in town. We could have bought one of those condos, uh, went in, put sheets on the beds, and been turning you know this whole year I could have been making money instead of spending money basically but it was just so cookie cutter it's just not us we just couldn't uh, just couldn't do that 
So a um, little tiny house. We came in. We just started knocking out some walls. Well, we left, we left two walls alone in the house. <laughs> and everything else got a little bit rearranged um, because we knew what we wanted when we travel. And one of the things, and I, I love you've talked about it on the podcast a lot, is when you travel with couples, somebody gets the nice master bedroom and somebody else gets the kids' room down the hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my sister hangs out with us a lot. She's single. And it, she gets so tired of, it, it's never even a conversation. You know, the couple always gets the master suite. She always gets the tiny room. You know? <laughs> we thought that's, that's not fair. So we wanted two master suites. So we had to do some major remodeling in order to get two nice bedrooms with nice bathrooms. So for me, it's all about bathrooms. You know, you gotta have a cool bathroom. The bathrooms just gotta be nice. And big showers. I love big showers. Mm -hmm. The rest of the house is minuscule, but we've got really big showers. (laughs) Well, it's, but you're absolutely right. I mean, people, when they're looking for accommodation, um, they're looking for the area, the, the destination, and then they start looking at the property and they're looking at bedrooms and bathrooms. That's, that's really, really important to them. And, and right. I've seen the bathrooms on your, uh, on your listing. Yeah, they are spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. We kind, of, we kind of based the house around, I mean, it was built in 1955. We're like, let's go with the 50s thing, the 40s when, when the movies were in their heyday and the stars were here. Um, so the, the property is named the Western star bungalow and, and it really is about the old Western stars. We got lots of old movie stars all over the, the front room walls, but then, you know, and a lot of the old movies that were made in Kanab, we have copies of, but we decided what, what says old movies more than cowboys and Indians. So that's kind of where we went with the two master suites. One is cowboys, one is Indians, and it's just been really fun. Um, a, a challenge often, John always accuses me of, of wanting whatever does not exist, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're both pretty creative and he can do just about anything. And, you know, that's probably not for his own good. Uh, because if I can dream it up, he can usually build it. You know, when I drug this old tree stump from across the street out and, we looked at it. I'm going. It could be a bathroom vanity, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd just like to say to to those those listening that I will be putting um, the the links to the Western Star Bungalow on the show notes. So you need to go to the show notes and have a look at at these these photos of this property because it looks it just looks so inviting, Shireen. You've done done just one amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. That means everything coming from you. You know, your family, your friends will always tell you, oh, it looks so nice. But to have Heather Bayer say, it looks so inviting. Oh, oh wow. but it, but you've done You've done everything right, with the, certainly with the photography. Um, I'm just looking at the living room shot, with, and I see so many living room shots and with a fireplace. But the fireplace is dark and uninviting, but yours has of the fireplace lit because I bought Tyann's book and I studied it the entire four hour drive down the day, the week end that we knew we were going to be shooting um, her, her book on creating killer vacation photos. I, we live by that. <laughs> yes, me too. And you know, whenever I go and do a photo shoot now um, and I'm down on my knees at the foot of a bed, taking that picture up at it and Tyann right. always comes to mind. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I learned to shoot in RAW and, and to manipulate my photos in Lightroom, which is amazingly simple. We shot everything, one set in RAW and one set on auto. And man, those RAW photos, I was spending so much time to get them to look as good as my auto ones. That, yeah, so there may be some of both on, on my photos. I'm, I'm not even sure at this point. There were just so many. Yeah, well, you've you've done a you've done a great job. You've done a good job in choosing the photos. Uh, I'm just looking at the one with the vanity with a handmade tree stump. Yeah, yeah, isn't that that stump was so cool? The way the 
the root actually grew around in a kind of a circle. Mm -hmm. So we were able to flip that upside down and build it in with concrete and, and made it into the vanity. It's one of my favorite parts. Oh, of the, it's, of the it's, it's beautiful. You know, this is just a ploy to get everybody to get onto these show notes and have a look at this, have a look, <laughs> get on, get onto this listing and have a look at it because, uh, okay. You maybe know, we better move on to something else. Yeah. We've, we've, we've been talking about it and they're going, I don't know what you're talking about here. So, so we have the location, we've got the property. Now, of course, you've got to attract people to it. So, um, I mean, just before we just before we go on to that, what's what what was your most challenging part of actually getting the property ready for rental? Wow! Aside from digging a trench through the concrete in the bathroom floor, or no, you know, outside of the actual construction, which literally has taken us a, a full year because you know we don't live here; we have to drive four hours down and spend a few days, drive four hours home, take care of business, come back down. But it gives us plenty of time to listen to podcasts. So it's it's not a, <laughs> actually we started saying we work so hard when we're at the house and we go home and we work so hard to catch up. That four hour drive is the best part of our week because we just sit and listen to Heather Bayer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you listen to others as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we did do some audible stories and whatnot, but but you know when you ask me about challenges, maybe it's the simple thing, but it was just that. The basics, you know, we've got all of these grand plans for once you're established and you can get your own website and be a guide to your area and organize your local owners and and you can do all this stuff, but that's like steps six, seven, and eight. I'm still back here on step one and, and we have to start with the big listing sites, mm -hmm. you know, we just you have to begin somewhere and you have to begin there. And it's how do I know which one to use? And, and how does this one compare to that one? And what size of photos do these guys have? And so each one of those is a, is a whole new system to figure out. And I don't think there's any recipe for that other than you just have to dive in and spend hours and hours trying to figure out how each of these programs work what I have to do to get a good looking listing. Do I want to work with these people? I really understand that because there are no hard and fast rules because they change the goalposts so often. You just get used to one system and then all of a sudden it's something different. And so, so you're absolutely right. It's just doing that research, doing the hard slog. And, and then it's a suck it and see exercise, isn't it? Let's, let's try them out. and Let's, let, let's do it. And as long as you analyze where your inquiries are coming from, uh, where the conversions are coming from, because, you know, inquiries aren't the same as conversions. You can have a million and one inquiries from one site, but if you only have half a dozen conversions, that's, that's not going to be um, cost effective. Um, I'm right. just noticing that on VRBO, there's just 105 rentals in Canab. Is that right? Right, right. And, and you say just 105, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, there's 105. <laughs> when, when we first looked, when we considered buying property down here, I think there were about 75. Um, and that was, that was two years ago. And it really is, you know, it's just like the tourism industry is growing. Of course this is going to grow. And, and it is growing to the point the the city has had numerous um, city council meetings, public meetings about the short-term rental situation. And, and, you know, they're, they're great people and they're, they're trying to do what's best for their community. And I appreciate that. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes, but we are a little bit on edge waiting to see what they decide to do. But I don't think it will be anything drastic at, at this point, but they are, they are looking at Moab going, wow, that got away from them fast. And we kind of don't want to do that. So I, Moab right now, one third of all the homes in Moab are short-term rentals. I mean, there's only 4,000 people in Kanab. You know, if you, if you took a third of the homes away, that, that would make a, a big impact. So you, so you talk about somebody that you know there that has a vacation rental. Is there any other form of collaboration with, with other rental owners in town? 
No, not yet. Just because I haven't had time to do this, but it is on my my list. <laughs> um, but maybe more so just in these last few weeks because of um, the, the city coming out and saying we may need to do something about this. That the the owners all came to this meeting and got to know each other a little bit. Oh, you own a vacation, or you do this, you have a B and B. Okay. Um, but but they haven't they haven't grouped up yet. But once I I kind of get things going, I would love to at least have a Facebook group. It's where every you know every municipality and township will will go this way at some point, and and the the short term rental advocacy people are saying you know just just start collaborating long before they come up with the, the council comes up with some sort of plan. Because you need to be there as a collective voice to to, to counter it, and you, right. you never know who you've got in that community. Whether you've got a lawyer or an accountant, the 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 you know, start start preparing the battle lines because it will probably come at right. some point. But you need to be there to 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 face it when it comes, and need to be there as a collective voice. So that's, right. that's it's it's the experience we're having up here in Ontario that. Um, where people are getting together um, prior to something popping up out of the woodwork, it yeah. actually makes a difference because because you're then then you're up there with a spokesperson who has a a, a response to any agenda that's being thrown at them. That that's just that's just my take. Um, um, it is. It's you know step step six or seven for me out there somewhere. <laughs> So, so we, we we know this is a you know it's a destination for people who love to hike and explore. It's an outdoorsy destination. So, yes. so what what's your target market in terms of demographic of age range and where do they come from? Okay, and I'm still working on this and and counting on you guys in the formula group to help me with that. Um, but I'm I'm obviously targeting couples traveling together, and and that adventurous couple. Um, you know, and I'm I'm probably age-wise looking at at a little bit older, late 30s to 60s. Really, is would be my ideal because uh, the house is not really geared for small children. Um, I I am very pet friendly though, gear, geared for pets. So really, uh, adventurous couples coming with friends or bringing their pets. Um, incidentally, it's really hard to not be pet friendly in Kanab. Um, <laughs> we are also right next door to Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, which is the largest employer in our county is the Animal Sanctuary. And people come from all over the country and will spend a week here just to volunteer at Best Friends. And if you come and volunteer at the sanctuary, and you're going to be there the next day, you can take home a sleepover friend. <laughs> so um, people will bring a dog or a cat or a bunny or someone home from the sanctuary and spend the night and go back and get someone else the next day. <laughs> so really, best friends is is a big part of my target market as well. Have you been in touch with them about... Um... Um, the minute my graphic designer has my logo done and I have a a business card or a flyer, a postcard, something in hand, they will be at Best Friends. Yes. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. So, I mean, you really, that, that, that is such a well-defined um, avatar or persona. Um, you just need to you know, take it that step further, really flesh it out as to, you know, what are these people's names? What are their ages? What do they do for a living? Out of that will then just flow where you're going to find them. You know, where, right. you know, are you, are you going to find them on Pinterest or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever? Um, it will, it will get you finding the forums where they hang out, where they talk right. about, you know, their interests talk about, and I've, I've heard about these people going on, um, on these volunteer vacations where they're going to, you know, go to an animal sanctuary. So yeah, it's finding out where those folks hang out and then just joining in the conversation there and then just dropping in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what well, you and, have. And so, are, I mean, they are just adamant people, you know, some people have their hobbies, but 
but these people are they're hardcore about you know their their animal love so we we've tried really hard to build the house friendly to that i have all concrete floors um throughout the house with rugs that can come and go if needed or or what to to try and and make that a an easy comfortable thing for all of us to have your pets here what about the snowbird market is is that a, a target for you not not really Canab is high enough it still gets fairly cold it's it's not like you're really escaping winter and going to Phoenix or something. Mm-hmm. Um, although my my friend Sue, who is my mentor, she has a, a couple of Canadians that come every year, and this this is warm enough for them. <laughs> they say Arizona is too warm. You know, they they want that little happy medium. So. I, t- I tell you, Shireen, you don't have to go too far to be warmer than this. <laughs> you don't be that warm. <laughs> But yeah, I keep asking her. So, does do your Canadians have any friends? I I would love to have Canadians in in the bungalow for January and February. <laughs> that 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 would be a great market for you. So you know, just 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 have a think about that one because because I I know of I know of people that um that are heading down to Arizona but are not going that far south. Oh right. Um, you know, they just want to escape. Um, five months of the white stuff. It really is pretty nice here. I, you know, we were talking a little bit before. We do actually have a little bit of snow on the ground here, which is kind of unusual. I mean, when it does snow, it usually melts off first thing. But it's still the afternoons. My husband and I were out in the carport working in t-shirts and flip-flops. So, you know, nights will get chilly. So it, it's still pretty nice for winter. Yeah, aim for the snowbird market. That's... <laughs> Okay, you know, I really haven't considered that. I will. So, having a look at your calendar now on on your um, on the, on your VRBO listing, it looks pretty good. I, yeah, I am. I am pleased. I think I'm up to 24 bookings right now, um, and most of those have come. Well, we put our first listing up around the first of November and it was just the bedrooms and the bathrooms because we didn't have anything else done enough to take pictures. And then right after Christmas, we got the rest of the pictures of taken and up. So this month things have, have filled in pretty good. I'm, I'm happy. We have our very first guests are coming Friday. I'm <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> That 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 is wonderful. I, I'm so pleased I've actually caught you to talk to you before your first guests arrive, because I am <laughs> going to catch up with you again in about six months' time and ask you what this this you know that the actual guest experience has has been like. But uh, tell me where where of these um, whereabouts are most of these 24 bookings come from? Uh, what what platform is, is is most promising for you so you know, far? It's been it's been really interesting because um, VRBO seems to be kind of the dominant site for this area. You're looking, and I think there's like 115 or something um, on VRBO. So I decided, okay, I'm I've obviously I need to be there, and why not do Airbnb as well? It doesn't cost me anything up front. I don't have the subscription fee that I do at VRBO and. And we'll just kind of see what's what's going to happen. And the first, you know, three, four bookings, it was it was kind of fun because it was totally neck and neck. One would come from here, and then one would come from the other. One would come from here. But I'll tell you, this month, it, pretty interesting. Um, of my twenty-four bookings, six of them have been from VRBO, and eighteen from Airbnb. Wow. That's yeah. That is is interesting, and and actually, that's not how I wanted it to go. <laughs> Still, I really struggle with the no phone contact mm-hmm. with the guests before they book. I really struggle with that. You've trained me too well, um, and uh, it's it's hard. You know, if the guests have previous reviews from other owners, I'm. I'm pretty comfortable with that. I'm okay. But I've had a couple of people um, just this week who just signed up 
on Airbnb. They've never done it before. They, you know, they have no reviews. They know nothing about it. And, you know, all I can do for starters is say, well, her profile picture looks like my fourth grade teacher. I liked her. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I do tell people I'm going to go ahead and accept your booking and then we can exchange phone numbers and let's have a chat and make sure, you know, we are the right fit for you and that we have everything you need and we're, you know, you can look over my contract I'm going to send you, make sure you're all right with that. And so that's, that's what I've done. Now, six months down the road, we'll see uh, how I feel about that. <laughs> But I almost, I kind of hate to confess that's what I'm doing. I, 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 I think that's great. I really do. And, and you know, as you get going into this business, Shireen, you'll, the, your gut will tell you. Yeah, one day something will come through and you'll get a gut reaction that just says, I don't think this is right. I don't feel right with this. And, and my, my recommendation is always go with your gut. I, you know, I hope so. And I, I kind of hope I'm, I'm developing, honing that a little bit just by, by staying on top of your podcasts and um, uh, Evelyn Bedea's hosting journey Facebook page and our Facebook page on Formula Success and so I think that's what what will hone that and and help me help me be able to to judge those things. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be a fabulous experience for you. Just one more question um, about you know sort of the whole um, process. How are you managing changeovers and cleaning and maintenance? I just yesterday had my little housekeeper come over so we could talk about things. And I, I showed her, I finally got my welcome book, well, my first version of my welcome book done, um, which since the, the house is all this old movie theme, I, I wrote it like a screenplay. Um, so I, I really am the director and John is the producer and... Um, there's dialogue in it about, gee, honey, look at these great covers to put on the couch so we don't get dog hair or whatever, you know. But in the very back is a list of credits. And my final credit is to Nancy, my housekeeper, with whom we would never even have started. And it's true. I did not even make an offer on this property until I had located a housekeeper that I felt like I could trust that I am going to be too far away and I know I'm going to have to have help. And man, she has been here for the whole year. She drops in to see how businesses or how the renovations go on. And, um, she's, she's been great. So I think I'm good there. I think I'm covered. How did you find her? Um, a flyer tacked up on the grocery store <laughs> bullet board. <laughs> That's exact. That's exactly how I found Carol, my my housekeeper. I it was my local my local general store. I went. I was desperate to find somebody. I went in there, and there was there was just a note there saying, you know, cleaning services. And I had her round to the house, and we had tea. And she likes Tetley, and she's been with me for four years now. She's my property manager for 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 my properties. She she works for several other other of our registered owners on our management company and she she has blossomed through it as well so hopefully you're going to have just the same success with uh, with with yours i i think so she is just a doll and she's been doing vrbo homes for other owners for years in the area and um oh, she's just she's almost on overload now but she keeps telling her her help no we're taking this one last house we're doing this one last one <laughs> so i'm like oh thank you for taking me on oh well that that's that's wonderful so having somebody that you, that you can trust is 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 second to none and the fact that you said you located the housekeeper first what a great ploy that was well i just i knew i couldn't do this mm -hmm. you know being i can't drive 4 hours down to change the the beds i just yeah. <laughs> So, so we sat down yesterday and went over the properly app and hopefully that's this next week or so. I'm going to have that all set up so she can, she can teach me everything I need to, uh, put in there and, and have 
ready to, to go there. And, and mostly what I really like about that, not that I have to tell her what has to be done, but that when my reservations come in, I can send those directly to her through that app. And she knows right when people are coming and leaving. And, oh, and yeah. Yes, it's great. A fabulous tool. So, so Shireen, last question. Um, if you had to do this all over again, um, sort of what would you do differently? Or really, what are, the th- what are three things that a new owner should consider before even starting out? And this, you know, this is bef- you know, before your, even your first rental. But you've, you've done this journey. It's taken a year. You're ready to go. What would you do differently? Yeah. No, no, you have to back up and say, what would I do before I make an offer on this house? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's really, do I have twice the money and the time that I think it's going to take to get this going? (laughs) Um, You know, because it it really does take a lot of time. And it's, it's like you have to have time to work on a new degree. That's I keep thinking. It's in a lot of ways, it's been just like going back to college. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm taking a lot of classes. I'm I'm listening to lectures. I'm John gets after me if I'm not taking notes during every podcast. <laughs> it, it's like being back in college, and here I am trying to pass my oral exam with my professor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I just talked to Matt Lando last week, and he's it was something he he said exactly the same thing when he when he first bought his property in Panama. Um, he said, "Little did he know." that he would get his MBA in vacation rentals in the first three years. <laughs> oh, right, right. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. Two other little things came to my mind, and and one, which is maybe rich, coming from, we haven't even had guests yet, but we have, we have always been self-employed. Um, we've had businesses, we run businesses, we, we do things, and, and realizing this is a hospitality business, so do you really like people? I mean, do you like people enough to let them wear out your stuff? That's a question you really have to be comfortable with because, you know, I'm sitting here in this brand new cute little house and I know people are going to wear out my stuff. And, and you know what? That's what it was built for and, and we're okay with that. Okay, so the, the best advice I got was right at the end when I just I posted my site on the formula Facebook group and, and asked for some input. And Alana Schroeder gave me such great advice. And I know we've heard it before, but she told me just when I really needed to hear it. She said, just remember that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I, I really needed to hear that because there's all of these things I've learned and I want to do it all. And I'm not going to have it all done by Friday. Well, um, you know, and if you if you don't have them done, it really doesn't matter. It, it <laughs> you know, from, from from people are going to walk into that place and go, wow, you know, they're going to have that wow reaction, and and that's going to take them through and past any little things that you may have forgotten. Yeah, I'm in it for the long haul, so I I am in for the marathon. I so I appreciated her advice so much right then because I. I needed that, that that reminder that it's okay. I don't have my own website yet, and it's okay that I you know don't have all of these things. But I will get there. Yeah, I will. absolutely. Well, I just want to wish you loads of luck for Friday. Is it Friday, first people? Yes, yes, Friday. Yes. Oh, it'll be it'll be wonderful. You going to what, what are you going to do? Are you going to phone them when they when they arrive, or are you going to get in touch um, somehow? You know, I kind of have this sneaking suspicion I'm going to be sweeping the kitchen floor out the back as they come in the front. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's this thing. You always want to be there. You want to be there when just just to see that reaction when when yeah, when your first I, guests walk in. I always think of my, my friend Sue, my mentor here. She says, oh, my first guest, I was just so nervous. I kept saying, have you got everything you need? Would you, if you have any questions. She says, the poor woman probably thought I was going to sleep on the front porch. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's, it's going to be fabulous. They're going to love it. And I've just loved, I really have loved talking to you. Um, I, I think that people will gain such a lot of confidence from hearing 
what you've done and, uh, you know, the, the fact that you're there. And I can't wait to catch up with you in six months' time and find out what, okay. uh, what it's been like. That, that will be fun. We'll, we'll see how much my attitudes have changed. <laughs> Shireen, thank you so much for, for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Great. It's, it's been so fun to talk to you. It's, you, you really are my cottage guru. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, great. Oh, that was super. That was a really lovely conversation with, with Shireen. I love to talk to people who are starting out in this business, whether they're you know, going like Gary Miller did when he, he bought and within you know, six weeks he was, he was off and running. Um, and, and Shireen, who has taken a full year to do this massive renovation on this property and to create something that is just so gorgeous. I can't wait to see the reviews that are going to be showing up on VRBO very soon. Really interesting about the Airbnb versus VRBO, um, reservations and the, yeah, I just want to, to, to hear how that goes as well. Um, I'm about to launch um, my own place, Kingfisher Cottage. I'm going to be putting that on, on Airbnb for the first time. So I understand Shireen's um, reservations about it, reservations about the reservations, if you like, because I'm, I'm sort of going through the same thing myself. So, you know, I will probably catch up with her um, outside of this podcast in, in a couple of months' time and just see how it's worked for her and compare how it's working for me. So it's been, again, an absolute just joy to to talk to um, a vacation rental owner. If you're new in this business, if you haven't started yet or if, if you're just listening and you, you're, you're just getting set up but you're really ready to go and you've done all the stuff, then I'd love to hear from you because uh, I, you know, I'm going to be talking to some more owners who are just on the verge of having their first guests after they've done the preparation. So, uh, so let me know. You can always email me at heather at cottageblogger.com. Let me know what you think. Please go to the show notes for this one because you have to. You have to go and look at Western Star Bungalow and see what Shireen and John have, um, have created. It looks absolutely wonderful. Um, just one of those places I, you know, it's now on my bucket list to go. And, you know, I was serious about snowbirds. I could be one in a couple of years. So thanks again for listening. Uh, always love it if you uh, can go to iTunes and leave me a review or, or you know, certainly leave us a comment in the show notes. We just love that too. And if you've got any suggestions, just let me know. So until next week, thank you so much for, uh, for being with me. And I'm heading back out um, to the sunshine because that's where I am as you're listening to this probably. Many thanks for joining me again. Bye-bye. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.